What is going on, everybody? Uh, this is the Casual Comics Podcast, where we talk about news and stuff pertaining to popular culture. My name is Luke, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Mike. Hey, everyone. And today we're going to talk about news from E3, some Batman stuff, some Evil Dead stuff, uh, and afterwards we're going to talk about some of our favorite horror movies, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But before we do any of that, I would just like to um, say that that intro at the beginning... I've been meaning to include it for a long time, but I haven't. So I'm making a note here. Uh, was done by Anna McKay. It's very good. Uh, she's a yeah. friend of mine. And uh, yeah, so she recorded that a few months ago, but I just keep forgetting to put it in. <laughs> so it's there now. Um, yeah. And so at the time of recording this, uh, E3 just happened and I saw uh, the Nintendo one and then the Square Enix one. And I just want to talk a little bit about that. I don't play a whole lot of video games, but um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, some... I, yeah, I don't really play Nintendo much at all, but Square yeah. Enix, I have a few other games. So yeah, they, they make some pretty good stuff usually. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Square Enix showed mm-hmm. it. There was a, a very long presentation of a, a Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy game. Okay. Which looks pretty I, cool. I think I saw that trailer yesterday. Yeah. I think they, they dropped the trailer on YouTube yesterday. I think I think yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so apparently, well, the the Avengers game wasn't very good, but yeah. apparently this one, I guess, will be. It's, it's a single player game, whereas the other one wasn't. So um, right. maybe that will be better. Uh, other one, yeah. The, uh, uh, I think that was everyone's main like complaint. I I, I, right. I never really played much of it. I played like yeah. the first, I don't know, like the intro, and I gotta say, like it, it's fun. The mm-hmm. game mechanics are fun, and. I liked all the graphics and stuff. Yeah. Um, I didn't really play enough into it to get really to the annoying stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe it got, um, maybe it got worse as it went along, but <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Um, one thing about the E3 that I noticed that I'm kind of uh, torn on this because um, they're releasing all of the original Final Fantasy. They're re-releasing all the original oh. Final six Final Fantasy games. Okay. Uh, just kind of like remastered. It's on Steam and also mobile. Uh, my okay. issue with this though, on mobile, yeah, mobile. <laughs> they're they're like they're like eight eight bit sixteen bit games, so it's probably it's not they're not that okay. Big. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I kind of forgot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my issue with this is that um, they remade a couple of years, like ten years ago now. They remade the first four like completely from the ground up. Okay, and then they just did um, seven. They're they're doing that too. They're breaking that up into multiple games. I think. Oh jeez. And but they 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 completely just bypassed uh, five and six. Which uh, Final really? Fantasy VI is one of my favorite games. Oh, so that, that, like, that's kind of stupid then. <laughs> yeah, like, you skip uh. the best one. Uh, but yeah, I'll probably be checking that out. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and then for Nintendo, uh, they released uh, some Zelda stuff, which is kind of all I was interested oh, okay. in. Um, yeah. Uh, the sequel to Breath of the Wild is supposed to come out next year. And one uh, thing yeah. that was really interesting to me is um, they're, for the 30th anniversary of Zelda, I believe they're releasing this uh, like a... Like a little uh, Game and Watch handheld hmm. with um, the first three Zelda games on it, so that'll be pretty cool. Oh, okay, that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's all I had as far as um, as far as uh, E3. So this happened a couple years, a couple weeks ago, but I just wanted mm-hmm. to bring it up anyway. Um, yeah, China apparently is banning uh, both Shang Chi and the Eternals. Did you, did you hear about that? Oh God, no, I did not. That's interesting. Why? I mean, not that they need much reason, but why? Right. Um, so the Eternals, I think, is pretty clear because the director, I don't remember her name, but she's very much anti-China. 
Ah, okay. So that's pretty clear why they banned that movie. Fair um, but it's not totally clear why they banning Shang-Chi. Um, there's some, yeah. there's some, so there's, there's some theories. Um, the, the three main ones that I heard is that uh, China's banning it because they don't like the pandering, which I don't necessarily believe that one because they've been no. pandered. To I doubt that. I mean, people have been yeah. pissing and moaning for years that they don't have like a, you know, an actual like Asian superhero. Right, right. They finally get it and they're like, no, we don't want to. Never mind. Yeah. And another reason I don't necessarily believe this one either, but it's more plausible is that the depiction of the Mandarin in this movie is considered offensive. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't That's know. That's stupid. Well, I, I find that a little bit ridiculous because yeah, they have significantly changed major things to make it not offensive. Right. Like uh, his original dad, Shang-Chi's original father in the comics was like, what was his name? I talked about it in a YouTube uh, video a while ago. Fu Manchu, but... I believe. Yeah, Fu Manchu, yeah. right. And he was like, they basically like bought that character from like this author who made novels about the character and it's like a very mm -hmm. stereotypical yeah kind of borderline racist character right um so they totally changed you know that around kind of ignores that character exists and mm -hmm. made the mandarin his dad and they even changed things with the mandarin because the mandarin originally started out being very stereotypical you know it was like the 1960s and whatever so yeah. it was like very stereotypical like chinese mm -hmm. crap so uh, they even, you know, they've, they've changed his characters a lot over the comics, but they even like right. changed him again in the movie to make him like, like, I don't see, at least from what I saw, how he could be considered like an offensive stereotype, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And also they, they, China, in China, they released uh, Iron Man 3, which completely changed the character. And so I don't, I don't think this theory holds any weight, but not really. The thing that the theory that I'm buying into the most is that the two leads, I don't remember the uh, Shang-Chi's actor's name, but Aquafina is the, the, the female lead. Simu Liu is the guy who plays uh, Shang-Chi. Okay, yeah. Is the, the two leads are not traditionally handsome. And so it's like, I don't, really, I don't really know what that means. But <laughs> uh, that, that, out of these three, that's the one that seems most plausible to me. Weird. But, uh, yeah, I have no idea why they banned that movie. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It is kind right. of funny because Marvel, Disney, whatever, they usually do all they can to make sure they don't make right. their movies banned in China. Because right. I know a lot of their, you know, ticket sales come from China and whatever yeah. and this, yeah, for sure. everything else. So because like I know one of the reasons they changed uh the ancient ones like race and everything was because of that. Like apparently like yeah. the ancient one was like a like Tibetan originally. Right. And you know, so Chinese government isn't a fan of Tibet so you know they, so they, they they changed that to stop that and like I could be mm -hmm. wrong but I heard that the reason they changed Taskmaster Taskmaster's like mask kind of in the Black Widow movie is because apparently a lot of times in China depictions of skulls get banned I don't know right I don't right. know if there's any way to that but I know that Disney and honestly Hollywood at large often yeah. changes stuff to make sure China doesn't ban it right because they uh yeah they they're there's slight fans of censorship so you oh, know yeah. so uh you know but i'm kind of surprised that those two movies got banned right it's kind of weird but whatever yeah and in further marvel news craven the hunter has been yeah. cast i guess in, in a solo movie uh um, yeah aaron taylor johnson I'm a, I'm a big fan of that actor so i'm, I'm glad yeah. that he's He's getting more work. I hope this movie's good, and and then yeah. I'm assuming they're leaving leading up to like a Sinister Six type thing, and so yeah, something yeah. like yeah. I I think Aaron Taylor Johnson's kind of underrated. I don't yeah. know why people like act like he can't act. He's very good in pretty much everything he's in. Yeah, 
and yeah, honestly, I, I can see it. Like, I, I think he's a he's a pretty good choice mm-hmm. um, for Craven. And I think Craven's a really interesting character, so I'm excited to see what they do with him. Yeah, I, I know years ago, a couple years ago, John Watts, the director of the you know Spider-Man: Homecoming and Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah, and 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 the new one, he said he wanted to put Craven in the sequel. So I was I was I was thinking for a long time that Craven was going to be in Spider-Man Three, but I guess mm. that's probably not the case. Not only because it's already jam-packed with like everybody now. Yeah, but also uh, apparently Sony was planning on making this movie. So yeah, like. What do you think of the whole like Sony like Spider Verse movies? Like they're basically just making a whole mm-hmm. Marvel movie universe, but based only on Spider Man characters. Yeah, so I I, I still haven't seen Venom, but um, okay, I think that the it, it's interesting enough because they can't necessarily use the character of Spider Man, at least not yet. Yeah, that's very gray. Um, so yeah. they have to change the the origins, and in the case of Venom, they had to change its whole look because it's basically based off of right. Spider Man. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah, if they're good movies, I guess it's fine. Yeah, I, I was skeptical at first. Like, I thought it was pretty stupid um, at first. But I think after seeing Venom, I'm like, you know, this actually does work. They actually did a pretty good job giving Venom a backstory and origin, like making it enough the same, but changing enough, you know, that yeah. it wasn't based on Spider-Man, but it was enough. You know, it, it, it did work, I think. Mm-hmm. And and like the movie was pretty good. Like it's not the best movie ever, but it, it, it's right. a pretty it's, it's a pretty solid movie. And now they're coming out with the sequel with Carnage, and that looks pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah. Mor- Morbius actually looks pretty interesting to me as well. Mm-hmm. I think what I do like about this is that they are bringing up characters and giving them the spotlight that really didn't get the chance to ever before in movies. Yeah. And, you know, like Morbius, Craven, even Venom to a certain extent. Yeah. And I feel like even if they were put in movies as, like, villains for Spider-Man, they wouldn't get the same, like, spotlight that they probably deserve. Because a lot of these kids, the characters they are choosing are a lot more complex. Right. Than some of the other ones they could have chosen. Like, you know, I don't know, like, off the top of my head, like, even, like, a Dr. Octopus movie is like, yeah, we know all about him. He's he's a bad right. scientist, dude, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stuff like that. But, like, Morbius is more of a, like, tortured character. And Craven's just like got a whole crazy bunch of stuff going on with him, right? So I think it's interesting. I, I hope they do bring in Spider Man at some point because I feel like yeah, it won't be able to survive without the main reason for their existence. You know, these characters' existence. But mm-hmm. but overall, I am interested to see what they do next. So like, who who do you think they should do next? Like, which characters do you feel like would be um, a movie? spider-man's got like such a crazy like rogues gallery like he has so many different characters like i would love to see it'd be interesting um let me look up real quick just to refresh myself because he's so many um it would be interesting to see even like a like a kingpin movie um yeah even though we have seen a decent amount of kingpin already like we didn't already get to see a lot of him and you know um, Mm -hmm. uh daredevil yeah but yeah, well, why am I blanking now on all these characters? <laughs> um, okay, I think, honestly, Lizard would be interesting. Okay. something that really annoyed me about the Amazing Spider-Man movie is, like, um, he wasn't, like, terribly done in the Amazing Spider-Man, but the main thing with Lizard is that he was trying to regrow his arm, and he basically, it was kind of like a Hulk situation. Right. Where- he didn't mean to transform himself into a monster but he did mm-hmm. and then like his main purpose like as li- lizard he does some messed up things but as yeah. doc connors he wants to 
you know, just to try and fix himself. And so he ends up doing a lot of messed up stuff. And like, you know, he, at one point he even ends up act, like killing his son mm. as the lizard. And there's like this, a lot of tragic stuff going on there. And the yeah. movie just glossed through all that. And it's basically like, yeah, he's bad as the scientist and as lizard. And like his main <laughs> goal as like Dr. Connors is to turn everyone into lizards or something. Mm. So it was just kind of like, it's a really complex character that they just kind of boiled down to like, I bad, you make people into lizards, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know. I think uh, a Sandman movie would be interesting because he was a very complex character, and um, yeah, even in even in Spider Man Three, he was pretty good. But I feel like um, yeah, he yeah, could definitely a, get more. A whole movie focused on him would be would be very interesting. Yeah, I honestly be interested in like a Green Goblin reboot. Okay. You know, because um, he's Norman Osborn. Right, done so many things like yeah, he was Green Goblin, but at one point he started the the, the Thunderbolts. He became like mm-hmm. pretty sure he was mayor of New York for a while. Okay, and he led like the Th- Thunderbolts, which were like basically a new version of the Avengers, but it was made yeah. up of all villains pretending to be the Avengers. Right, so stuff like that. There are a lot of um, interesting things with his villains. Even like I would I would probably watch a Black Cat movie too. Yeah, but I yeah. feel like that would work best like if you know she got to play off Spider Man a little bit. Sure. But I think those are the ones that kind of just off the top of my head that I could think of. Yeah. There are a lot of, well, the thing too about Green Goblin is you can do a lot because there's a lot of goblins. There's Green Goblin, there's Hobgoblin, there is Menace, Mm -hmm. and there's even a few different versions of Green Goblin. So I feel like they're, you know, kind of like what they're doing with Venom with all the symbiotes. Yeah. I feel like they could kind of do that with like the the goblins, you know? Sure. Sure. Um, so yeah, in more more news, uh, Amazon has bought out MGM for I don't know oh, the exact geez. amount, but it's probably a lot of money. Um, oh All these movie studios are just getting bought out by other companies. Yeah, yeah, and so it's. Hang on, let me look up MGM properties real fast. I think it includes like James Bond, some pretty yeah. big, some pretty big ones. Yeah. Uh, Dear Lord, so pretty much the only ones still standing are like Warner Brothers and Paramount. Andy yeah. and Universal. Those are the only ones that haven't been bought out by other. Right. Wow. Uh, well, I, actually, no, that's not true. Warner Brothers was bought out by AT&T a while ago. Yeah. And then they just merged with um... Discovery. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> I forget what they call it. I think they call it. What, what is it like? Warner Discovery or something like that. Uh, it's something kind of boring. <laughs> Okay, so it includes some of the Lord of the Rings movies, but not all of them, which is a oh, little weird. That's weird. I thought Lord of the Rings were like New Line Cinema. It and... says it says here the the Hobbit movies. I think. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, so uh, I think it also includes Rocky, some of James Bond. Okay. I, kn- I know that. I think the primary ownership of James Bond is like the family of the yeah. writer. Yeah. So I, I don't think, think right. that they're really going to Amazon's going to have a whole lot of control there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's fun, I guess. Interesting. So yeah, the uh, new company that Warner Brothers and Discovery has formed mm-hmm. is <laughs> it's called it's very original Warner Brothers Discovery. <clears throat> ah. <laughs> and the the tagline is the stuff that dreams are made of. <laughs> and like the logo is just kind of like a bland old-fashioned gold letters like set to a like cloud and sky background so it's Mm. not exactly inspired but (laughs) whatever 
I'm just glad that we can finally see Scooby-Doo and Naked and Afraid on the same streaming service. Dude, same. <laughs> like, that's always something. Like, Scoob, where are my clothes? <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. It's, it's going to be great. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, exciting. <laughs> yeah. So, Joker 2 is announced. Um, yeah. Todd Phillips is set to come back to at least co-write the script, maybe not direct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure if Todd... if um, Walking uh, Phoenix is supposed to come back. Well, there's kind of no point probably, if he doesn't. Probably will, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, let's recast Joker in the sequel. That, that, that would be stupid. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so I talked about this a little in the Facebook group, but I think that they should probably go in like a completely different direction instead of cr- trying to make like the same movie again. Yeah. As far as like tonally, they should try to make a different movie. But yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. I... Uh, yeah, I think that it's kind of a mixed bag because I feel like the movie, the first one really stands alone by right, itself right. and is a really good, um, you know, kind of showing his descent into madness and all that yeah. stuff and really giving him more of a characterization. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, like, I really do want to see more as Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Right. And we really only got to see him as Joker for like, you know, maybe 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah. You know, so I really would like to see that. It just has to be done well. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think you could. Like, there's still always going to be people that are going to be like, oh, no, I prefer to when it would just stand alone, which maybe it will be, be better all with, you know, stand alone. But I feel like they can do a good enough sequel that it will add to the story without taking away. But I, I agree with what you said. They would right. kind of have to do something different instead of just try to make, like, a carbon copy of the first one with, you know, right. ju- ju- just saying, oh, but it's a sequel, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think that they should like overcorrect and be like, it's a comedy, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. They just <laughs> need to make dumb. it different enough. A couple of years ago, I read a really good Joker story. Um, oh, I think it was called like Batman White Knight or something like that. Did you hear about that? I think I've heard of that. Where yeah. like the Joker is cured and like, I don't remember. It's been a really long time since I've read it, but it was mm-hmm. it was quite good. And then like this police and stuff, it was, it was good. <laughs> like, um, interesting. I think... I don't remember. Batman joins the police or something. I don't remember. Oh wow. Okay. But no, was, uh, yeah, I've never read that. <laughs> it was it was very good. Um, huh. But yeah, so Shazam Two: The Fury of the Gods has started filming. I believe they released right. like a little promo thing with his so was and all that. Black Adam started like a week or two ago. I think. Yeah. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah. Speaking of Shazam, they released um, the new first look, look at the suit. Mm-hmm. Like you, like you said, there was like a little teaser, but then they also uh, had there was there's also been set photos that released that yeah. gave like a really good look. Mm-hmm. It looks quite different from the first one. Yeah, um, I think like I I liked the first one for the most part, but it looked kind of puffy. Right. Like I know Zachary Levi bulked up, and like they always do this in superhero movies, they always add padding. Yeah. Whether you see it or not, it's there. Mm-hmm. But the only the main issue with that suit was that it was kind of noticeable. Right. Like, you know, you kind of have to pay attention to the the body type of the actor. Sure. And some actors just have kind of like skinnier ne- necks and like narrower right. shoulders, even when, right. when, when they bulk up. Mm-hmm. And Zachary Levi is one of those people. And yeah. so, you know, the way they, the padding they put on the shoulders and everything made, <laughs> just kind of didn't look like it fit him. You know, it looked like obvious padding. Yeah. Like, I liked the rest of the suit. Like, I liked the, you know, the textures of the suit and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the like lightning symbol was, was like a little fat or something right but the, the new suit looks way better yes like there's a lot more textures to it, it looks a lot more sophisticated mm-hmm. 
Um, there's a lot more textures to it, but the it looks more like a, I don't know, it, it looks a lot more like a modern suit, I guess. Like it lo looks more like the new 52 suit or something. Right. And it's got more, like it's got different shades of red on it. It's got different textures, a lot more different kinds of textures. And the gauntlets look more like, almost like Iron Man gauntlets. Mm -hmm. Kind of interesting. And the, I like the lightning bolt a lot more. Yeah. And they think, fixed the padding. I <laughs> think they're going to add a cape in, in post or do... Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. Especially considering in that teaser, I'm pretty sure he was wearing a cape. Okay. So yeah. I think in the set photos, he just wasn't... I'm sure they're going to add the cape in post. Mm -hmm. But it'll be interesting because if they show their Shazam family, which I don't see why they wouldn't since they showed him in the first movie. Right. Uh, I'm like, will, will all their costumes be different too? I'm assuming they would be. Yeah. And I'm also wondering like... Will they address the the new costume in, in the movie? Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But I do really like the suit change. Even just the set photos look better. Right. And I think it fits better, too, with just the other DC movies. Mm -hmm. um, just like the overall look and feel of it. But speaking yeah. of <laughs> suits, there's more. There's actually a few other like DC suits that we've got to see in the last few weeks. Yes. Um, they did re just release a, an official, I think this, is a, this was like three weeks ago, but they released an official look at Impulse from The Flash. Uh, yes. It looks, well, it's the, it's the CW. Mm -hmm. But um, like the suit looks, you know, it looks comic accurate. It's just the the editing job on that photo is awful. <laughs> yes. And the way, like, he's smiling, he looks like a deranged five-year-old. Like, I don't know what's going on, but, <laughs> like, it's like the suit itself doesn't look that bad. It's just everything else in the photo looks right. awful. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to watch it because I stopped watching The Flash a long time ago. But yeah. hopefully hopefully it looks better <laughs> in the actual show. Uh, yeah. We Speaking of CCW, we also got to see the first look at Batwing and Batwoman. Yes. And I got to say, like, a lot of people have been kind of hating on this, but I do kind of like this suit. Yeah, I like it a lot, too. It reminds me of the Nightwing suit on Titans, like, very similar yeah. armor. Yeah. It, like, it looks good. Like, for, for the CW, it's very good. Mm -hmm. And even just as a superhero suit, like, it looks solid to me. Like, a lot of right. people have been kind of nitpicking it. I don't have a problem with it. I think yeah. it looks pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Too bad the show is garbage, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the helmet, like, looks a little big, but it's, like... That's how that works in real life. Like, surprise, uh, things in comics aren't actually drawn to proportion all the time. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and yeah, we also got a look at the first look at Soldier Boy. Um, yeah. In the boys, first look at Jensen Ackles as Soldier yes. Boy. And I very much like this suit. Yes. It really fits with the other suits, you know, kind of like that grittier, darker colors, but kind of also very textured. Yeah. And it doesn't look a whole lot like a Captain America suit because I know Soldier Boy right. was based off Captain America. Yeah. Just like, you know, Homelander was kind of like Superman and Queen Maeve is kind of like Wonder Woman. Right. Uh, but it looks really good. He looks kind of like, you know, like a hardened, a battle hardened soldier. Yes. And this suit really helps lean into that look, I think. Mm hmm. So I'm interested to see what they do with his character. I know in the comics, right. his character was like basically like. <laughs> uh, a, a sissy version of Captain America like he's very patriotic but he was a coward right and I think in the comics so, too he was like the first superhero is that correct uh, that like he was but he wasn't because apparently like it was a lie I think there have been like multiple uh, versions of Soldier okay. Boy and the one that you saw in the most of the comics wasn't the original and like he wasn't actually in World War 2 you know so they so, just keep replacing him over the decades? Is that? I believe that's what I read, yeah. Oh, okay. 
so okay. but, but but they keep pretending it's the same guy you know i see um so and he really wants to join the seven but he's like not good enough and that's like his main mm. thing is he's just like really wants to join but they don't pick him uh, uh but yeah should be interesting how they you know what they do with that character in the show right yeah and one last thing about suits <laughs> so mm. um the flash has re revealed or actually the flash the, the flash movie Yes, yes, not the show, the Flash movie. Um, that, that's actually going to be really confusing once it comes out, unless they <laughs> give it like a tagline or like a subtitle. Right. But the director, Andy Muschietti, is that how you say his name? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, first, a couple weeks ago, he showed like an up-close image of Michael Keaton's bat suit. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like, it's obvious it's him because it's the same logo. Yeah. And on like, at first glance, it looks kind of like um, the Batman Returns suit. Right. But what's going on above the logo looks different and like the textures don't look as rubbery as they did in the you know yeah. uh older movies so I don't know but at the same time the suit does look kind of dirty. Yeah. So I don't know if they dug up the old costume or I doubt they did. I I'm I, I'm sure they probably yeah, they remade probably, it. Yeah. But the question is if did they just like completely replicate the one from Batman Returns or if they like updated it a little bit which it looks a little bit different but Right. Could be wrong. Was it the same in both Tim Burton movies or was it different? It was very similar but different. So in the first Tim Burton movie, his gloves were a little different and he had like abs, mm. like rubber abs, whereas in this and also the bat symbol like had some weird textures on the bottom because they technically didn't have the rights to the bat sig the bat oh. symbol in the first movie. Then in the second one, they fixed the bat symbol so it looks like it always did in the comics. Mm -hmm. And instead of abs, he had just like this weird textured armor piece there. Okay. So those were the only differences. But other than that, they were pretty much the same. Also, I'm not sure. sure if they did this in the first one, but in the second one, apparently his boots were just like, I think they were just like Air Jordans, mm. like spray painted and like, you know, the rest yeah. of the boot glued on. <laughs> but... They also, or the director also released the, like a, a very similar close-up of the Flash suit, mm -hmm. which has got everybody talking because it looks very interesting. Like, I'm not sure if those, those, those are supposed to be circuits or what, right? but the suit looks like there's sort of like a plastic or rubber mm -hmm. outer shell, but it's kind of clear. It's red, but it's translucent. Right. And underneath, you see all these patternings, and it's hard to tell if those are supposed to be circuits or just patterns. I feel like they're probably circuits. Like, this suit's probably, like, more of a technological suit. Yeah. Which make makes sense. sense to a certain extent because um, I know there were rumors a long time ago that Bruce Wayne was supposed to give Flash his new suit mm -hmm. in Justice League, but we never really saw that, so I don't know if they're going to go that route or not. Right. Um, but I really like the actual logo. It's like the... I like the way it pops out of the yeah out of the suit and like it's very gold, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. So sure. I'm looking forward to seeing how both those suits look. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm sure we'll probably get set photos at some point, but also I'm looking forward to seeing how they look in the actual movie. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Mission Impossible Seven has been pushed back oh, again God. because yeah. one of the crew no. One, yeah, one of the crew. None, none of the cast members, but one of like the crew, like the people working behind the camera, uh, apparently tested positive for COVID, so they shut the whole thing down. Uh, so this pushes pushes the release date back to 2022 at the at the earliest. Uh, I think it was supposed to come out this year, but uh, now it's pushed back indefinitely. Well, that's, well, that that's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny because just a few months ago. 
Tom Cruise was like, mm-hmm. there was like this recording that was going around like on TMZ and stuff. Cause Tom yeah. Cruise just like went nuts on some of mm-hmm. his crew that like weren't social distancing enough and everything. Yeah. So, and you know, he would just like, you know, if, if I catch you without your mask, you're fired. You just like freaking the frick out. Um, yeah. So it's kind of yikes. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. guessing the guy who got COVID's probably fired now, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, but yeah. So that's, fun (laughs) yeah um yeah so the new evil dead film evil dead rise uh just started filming oh shoot a few weeks ago in new zealand um it is written and directed by a man named lee cronin he is a scottish actor director i'm not familiar with his work but no me neither picked by sam raimi and um it's filming in new zealand that's that's Um, cool yeah, Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, they're they're producing this movie. They're not okay. they're not like uh, Bruce won't be in the movie, but he he's yeah. a producer. Um Yeah, and it's supposed to follow uh two estranged sisters who have a reunion, but then uh they get kind of interrupted by uh deadites and stuff. So that's yeah. that's fun. And just recently, okay. so like just today, uh the Hollywood reporter dropped an article saying that let me, it's loading just hang on one second. Um <laughs> that uh it the there are three like children actors that were just that were they weren't just cast well the movie's filming right now so they wouldn't have been just cast but it was released that they were in the movie uh gabriella eccles morgan davis and neil fisher okay they were all just released just revealed to be in the movie their roles are not yet known but it's Hmm. speculated they could also be siblings uh so yeah interesting that'll be very interesting and then in more evil dead news uh the game I believe it had a release, the, the new Evil Dead game had a release date. Oh, uh, yeah. Like sometime later this year. Uh, hmm. So, yeah, that'll be fun. And apparently that is the last uh, the last time Bruce Campbell will ever be playing oh, uh, right. Ash Williams. Ash. <laughs> so, huh. yeah. So, how does the new movie, like, is that like a kind of like a sequel slash spinoff to the other three? Or is it like tied in with like the like the newer one, which was not really a reboot, but not really a sequel either? Right. Yeah, so I I think I'm not not really sure how it fits in with the other ones. Yeah. I know that the 2013 film does take place in the same universe as the other does ones. It? Okay, was confirmed. I but, thought so. I wasn't sure. Uh, yeah, this isn't a sequel to that one. I know because the main character, the main actress, uh, Jane Levy, mm-hmm. she pretty much disowned the entire franchise. Which oh, sucks, I thought she was pretty good in that movie, but um, yeah. But yeah, so this isn't. I think that movie's pretty much. Uh, they're going to ignore it from from now on. Yeah, uh, that's fair. But yeah, I'm not really sure how this one fits in. I'm sure it's probably in the same universe if the other movie was. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know either way. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, and also, um, it's going to could be directly to HBO Max. It won't, won't go to ah, theaters. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So that's that's kind of sucks a little bit. But I guess that gives a little them, bit gives them more freedom to do uh whatever because they're not um, yeah yeah i guess because streaming has less of a like a regulations when it comes to like gore and stuff sure so hopefully that means they can go all out yeah uh, we'll have to see right i i heard they were going to do something similar they were going to do the same thing with uh like that blue beetle movie they announced. yes and batgirl too or they're they're both yeah going to HBO. yeah which is weird but okay yeah <laughs> i don't know there's a lot of the decisions they're doing with dc movies is weird mm-hmm. speaking of which uh i this is probably just a rumor but i have heard you know a rumor that 
<laughs> apparently Warner Brothers thinks that Matt Reeves the Batman is mm. terrible and want to do like re-reshoots. Right. And it may delay it again to 2023. This is probably BS. Yeah. Um, especially considering there've been like so many rumors lately that like oh Matt Reeves is mad that Robert Pattinson isn't bulking up enough and that Robert Pattinson's being, you know, difficult on set, but these are all just like un, un, you know, unconfirmed rumors. Yeah. So this is probably just another one to add to that list. Yeah, uh, I, I think so because especially now uh, saying Warner Brothers doesn't like this DC movie is very popular, and I'm probably sure that article got a lot of clicks. Yeah. But I don't oh, necessarily yeah. think that uh, that is the case. Yeah, especially considering like. You know, obviously the production has been a little bit troubled on this movie, mainly because of COVID. Right. They've had to, like, start and stop a few times. Mm -hmm. But I know that, like, Matt Reeves is a really good director. Yeah. And all the cast is really good. Mm -hmm. And that tra that teaser trailer looked really good. Yeah. And Warner Brothers is, seems like, I mean, they specifically went this route instead of a Ben Affleck movie. Right. So it's like, there's all this stuff lines into place. I doubt that they're going to be, you know, I just don't, don't see that, like, that this is, you know... I, the possibility of this is this happening isn't <laughs> right. very uh, likely, I don't think. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it could uh, be true, but I doubt it. And I really hope it, it isn't. <laughs> mm -hmm. Here's some good DC movie news. Um, oh, yeah. Director Christopher McKay. Is that his name? Chris McKay from Lego Batman. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming out with a movie, Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt, comes out next month, I think. No, yes. this month because it's almost July. So it comes out in a few weeks. Um, right. But yeah, in an interview, he said that uh, recent events, he's very, very, says it's very vague, but recent events make it seem more likely for a Nightwing movie to happen than they did oh. before. Okay. So I'm not really sure what that means, but it's good news. Uh, the Nightwing movie is still happening. Yeah, that would be very cool. It's more likely to happen now because of recent events. I don't know. Whatever that means. That huh. He could be referring to uh, like maybe the merger or like, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, it could be something like that. Yeah, I know they announced like a Nightwing movie forever ago, right? And then nothing came of it. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that Batgirl movie. <clears throat> yeah, was originally supposed to be directed by Joss Whedon. Yeah, uh, but then like this, everything fell through with it. I think he even left that project before all the fallout with him happened lately. Yeah, so I, think so. I don't know. I know there's been some like mild. I don't know why I called it mild, but some minor like marvel casting news i guess okay nothing to really get bent out of shape over but apparently um she hulk has cast jamila jamil as um yeah. titania yes who is i guess like a you know like like a giant pretty movie. much yeah, <laughs> she, yeah she's pretty much she hulk's main villain right she's basically like i guess experimented on and turned her into like some giant mm -hmm. strong person but yeah so i guess she's gonna be pretty probably gonna be one of the main villains of the show yeah, and, then, and if I remember correctly, yeah. she's like permanently big. She can't switch yes. back. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Uh, and there's been these rumors going around. I don't know how much credence they have, but apparently for uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, mm. there has been an actor. His name is Tina Cuerta. Uh, he okay. was cast a while ago, I think. Um, but now there have been people saying that there are sources claiming that he's going to be playing Namor in the oh, movie. okay uh like it's been rumored for a long time that this movie is going to focus on like atlantis versus wakanda okay um i don't really know if i buy into this uh mainly because for one thing i feel like if they were going to cast namor mm. they're going to announce it 
Yeah. You know, like he's a relatively like he's not super popular, but he's still a pretty major Marvel character. Right. And I think if they're going to cast, you know, I mean, for God's sake, they even like announced Kit Harrington as Black Knight. Yeah. You know, as like a big thing. I think if they're going to cast Namor, it's for one thing, I feel like they're going to announce it. But also, I feel like they're probably going to cast somebody a little higher profile. Right. And um, I, I don't think they'd make him a villain just based on their current record. I think they'd probably make him something more like an anti-hero, like the Guardians or something like that. But yeah. 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 Something like that. And like, cause the guy, like, I, I don't know. I haven't seen him in much. Like I'm sure he's a good actor, but I have seen him in like a, the only things I've seen him in, he's had like really minor roles. Mm-hmm. So I doubt the thing about Marvel is they aren't great at casting lesser known people and making them, you know, more famous. Right. Like DC has done that way more yeah. <laughs> than Marvel has. Uh, but yeah, that's just what I think. And also I haven't really seen anything official about this. So yeah. Yeah. So relating to Marvel, like there's this last little thing of news I wanted to cover. It's, uh, I guess, I think today, well, I guess yesterday morning, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, um, apparently a new shirt for Thor Love and Thunder, I guess an image of it leaked Okay. online and it basically shows like Valkyrie, Thor and Jane. Mm-hmm. And if this is like official, which it seems like it is, it's pretty interesting. Uh, Thor... We, we already knew Thor was going to be back to, like, his buff self, but yeah. his suit is interesting. He's still got Stormbreaker, but his, his hair's long again, mm-hmm. and the, his suit is sort of a mix of, like, his Thor the Dark World suit and his last one. Okay. But it's it's also different because it lo- looks like his, like, pants are more armor. Okay. And so are his boots, and he but he's got, like, a lot more gold everywhere. Like, there's this gold all over his breastplate and his... Um, yeah. but it, like it's similar to what we've seen before but i think it looks cooler like this mm-hmm. is probably probably the coolest suit maybe the, besides the last one um but he's back to having no sleeves okay uh still got the cape and everything so that should be interesting and he does have storm Stormbreaker, which i expected right. and jane does have mjolnir which again i expected mm-hmm. um i kind of expected you know him to keep Stormbreaker and her to have mjolnir because that's kind of you know right. the only way that would work but it looks like mjolnir is like put back together at least in this image i could be wrong because it's looking not a great image because you know it's on a t-shirt mm-hmm. but it looks like there's a lot of cracks in mjolnir so it looks like okay. maybe somehow it got put back together okay but she looks like just like the comics basically you know okay. she's got yeah. like the thor armor and everything but you know she's also got that helmet she had in the comics mm-hmm. and the cape so that's yeah. pretty cool uh the only thing that's different is she has a little more of like a sl- sleeves going on. It's not like it's a straight up tank top, more like like it was okay. in the comics. Um, right. It's more like a short sleeve shirt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're keeping her hair dark. Whereas okay. for some reason in the comics, her hair went blonde when she right. became Thor. I don't know why. But uh, it seems like they're keeping her hair um, brown. So that's interesting. And then okay. Valkyrie just got like slightly more Asgardian looking armor, I guess, you know. Okay, okay. But yeah, I found that pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Hopefully we get like official images or maybe set photos sometime soon. But I know they finished filming. Yes, they like just finished a week yeah. or two ago. So yeah, should be interesting. I'm kind of wondering the direction they're going because I know Thor was a little more like serious and stuff in Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, Whereas in you know Ragnarok, he was they had a lot of comedy in that. So yeah, I know it's, I know it's the same director as Ragnarok. So I don't know if they're going to go full straight up comedy again. Or if there's going to be a little more like. I don't know. Slightly yeah. more serious? I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll see. You will see. 
Uh, Aquaman 2 just got official title oh, release yeah. by director James Wan. Yeah. Uh, the movie is called Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So I'm not really sure what that means. Me neither, uh, honestly. Yeah. I'm not sure what the Lost Kingdom is going to be. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we already had the, had the trench. The trench is like right kind of the lost kingdom because it like sunk deeper than everything else yeah so do you think that because the trench movie was uh canceled do you think this this movie will kind of like uh cannibalize that and kind of recycle some of the ideas or do you think they're going to a completely different uh direction yeah that, that's a good question i'm not sure because i know james wan i think he was set to like helm that one too right so considering the cancellation granted that was just canceled yeah like a few months ago mm-hmm indefinitely delayed whatever you want to call it right um so hard to tell you know like he might have been able to make you know they might have made changes to the script you know in the last few months to kind of you know like like you said cannibalize that project but they probably put elements in it i don't know it's kind of hard to tell (laughs) yeah i I feel like it, it could go either way honestly yeah 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 for sure um new line cinemas just announced that they're coming out with an anime lord of the rings prequel okay it's called the war of the rohirrim okay i i I think it's going to follow like the history of helm's deep and a character named hammerhead um the thing about this that's interesting is um apparently the amazon show is also a prequel so i'm not sure if (laughs) these two shows these two like properties are gonna like uh, complement each other or contradict with each other or like i'm not sure what what's gonna happen but uh, it'll be interesting to see that definitely huh interesting yeah i hadn't heard about that at all yeah and then uh there have been some leaks for indiana jones 5 um there was uh so apparently they're they are going to do some de-aging i hope not a whole lot no uh, because harrison ford was seen with those dots on his face that okay with that um disney just loves doing that to people apparently oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then there was one scene it was apparently an action scene where a stunt double this is this is funny a stunt double was was seen wearing a rubber old indiana jones mask oh god riding a motorcycle <laughs> along a train that's so funny like, that's that's interesting i'm apparently i think huh. that because it was a, a stunt scene uh, that's why they didn't put a whole lot of effort into like makeup yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know like a lot of people I've made mixed feelings about this. Yeah. Um, I feel like the franchise could have ended a while ago, but right. uh you know, I mean if they're gonna make it, it could be good. I don't know. I mean, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. Um uh, frankly, like I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I kind of would want to see Shia LaBeouf back as much. Yeah um especially considering how much time has passed and he's definitely evolved as an actor right um it would be in- interesting to see him like closer to like his you know his 30s and yeah it'd be interesting to, like see him do more like stuff with mm-hmm. um his dad but i don't know we'll yeah. see what happens i i don't think he's confirmed to appear in it so maybe he's yeah. just they're gonna forget he exists now <laughs> yeah I, I i think so too also this is the first indiana jones movie that's not directed by steven spielberg so yes so i know that as you will yeah, a lot of yeah. So I said it's kind of funny. Well, yeah, it, it is directed by James Mangold, right? Right. Which he has done a lot of great stuff. Like he did, he did Logan. Yeah. He did Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Um, he mm-hmm. did. He even did Walk the Line. I don't know if you ever saw that. Um, with Joaquin Phoenix, but it's basically a Johnny Cash biopic. Okay. 
but he's he's done a lot of and he's, he's produced several other movies right um that were quite good so it's not like they just hired your typical like action movie guy to come in you know he's right he's, he's actually proven himself several times over mm-hmm. i think but I, it was kind of funny uh i saw some video recently where you know people on twitter i forget who it was they were like kind of a smaller but a smaller group of people that kind of do the same thing we do, you know, like podcasts and commentary and stuff. But Mm -hmm. one of them tweeted out something about like, like this, this movie's gonna suck. And James man, like it's not Steven Spielberg. So it's going to suck. And any Indiana Jones is old. So it's going to suck, you know, and just being a real Debbie downer about it. Mm -hmm. And then apparently like James Mangold himself actually like responded and like clapped back basically. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was like, you've never seen nothing from the movie yet shut up kind of like it's kind of like basically his attitude nice and the guy was like he said something about like you know not bashing a film you haven't even seen yet from your basement or something right and the guy thought he was being clever and responded back with like a picture of him and i guess his, his associates in their basement which i guess is their like studio where they do stuff i don't know but uh-huh. he was you know maybe being like well we don't we don't have a basement but we have a studio with this and then the other or something <laughs> nice. it's like yeah very cool and <laughs> i think james mcmangle responded back to it was kind of funny he was basically just like t- taking on like two of these people and just mm-hmm. like was basically like saying like he seemed more mad that they were insulting like everybody else working on the movie Right. You know, that's kind of how he took it. He was like, you know, a lot of people are working hard on this movie. You haven't seen anything from it. And you're basically calling it trash before you've even seen like a trailer. Yeah. You know, yeah, but it was yeah. kind of funny to see that. Don't often see filmmakers kind of clap back at the haters online. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of all for that because I feel like there's just, <laughs> you know, yeah. too much. Too, whether I agree that something's bad or not, there's just too mm-hmm. much negativity. Yeah. Coming from all these trolls online. It's a lot easier to criticize a movie than it is to make a movie. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. hardly ever see a filmmaker actually be like, dude, just shut up. You yeah. Know? yeah, exactly. You know? So I kind of like that. It's kind of funny. but Exactly. And in our last bit of news, it's definitely the most bizarre story of this podcast. Um, for season three of Harley Quinn, there apparently oh, God, there was yeah. originally a scene <laughs> uh, with Batman eating out Catwoman, but the heads oh. of, I believe it was DC, it wasn't even the Warner Brothers people, they oh. said no. Batman doesn't do that. We can't. We can't show that. Really, like it, it. This I find this situation really funny. Yeah. Because like I I I agree with them, but not necessarily their reasons. Right. Like their main reason was basically like, oh, we need. We're trying to sell Batman toys, and nobody wants right. to buy a Batman toy if he's giving oral sex to Catwoman. You know, <laughs> it's like what? Or he he said something. They said something like superheroes don't do that. Yeah. Exactly. So. I don't know. I guess superheroes don't don't believe in a world. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. Like that, I find that weird. Like I think it's just kind of like mm-hmm. unnecessary. Like oh yeah, because we really need to see Batman and Catwoman doing that. Like come on, right? You know that, that that's more my reasoning. And like mm-hmm. it, it it is kind of weird. You know to have Batman doing that. Like right. I know I know that show likes to push boundaries, but th- that feels to me like it's trying to be like overly edgy. Yeah. You know, like, it's not like an HBO series, you know? I mean, I guess it is on HBO Max, but it's animated. Right, right. And DC, you know, like, even we've even had shows, you know, that were mature shows like like Titans and stuff, and they don't get that graphic, you know? So, right, yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I, yeah. definitely weird. <laughs> I feel like um, the people – no, I'm not, I'm not bashing the audience of Harley Quinn at all, but I feel like the people who watch that show 
they wouldn't be that it, it wouldn't stop them from buying Batman toys because it's the context is <laughs> that, very it's a very ridiculous show and they know yeah. that and so I yeah. feel like they're smart enough to realize that. Um, well, also, the creators of the show they came out and said that it's not that big of a deal. They're letting them get away with a lot of other things, and so this one yeah. thing isn't that big. Sure. Of a deal. So, well, also, I feel like the people buying Batman toys aren't going to be the ones watching the show. Yeah. Like you re- yeah. really think a thirteen-year-old kid, you know, is is like, oh, I want, I want a bet, or like, you know, even younger is like, I want a Batman toy, and they're, you know, it's like, right. <laughs> I want Batman toy because I saw him <laughs> having sex with <laughs> Catwoman on Harley Quinn, and now he's my favorite superhero. Like, what? Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, and then in response to this, this is very funny. The current uh, writer for Nightwing, I don't remember his name, but he did a tweet that said, responding to the phrase, Batman wouldn't do that. And he's like, Nightwing would. <laughs> so apparently, um, if you're reading that, that comic, just keep your eyes peeled for anything like that. Oh, God. Uh, going on. He's probably him and Starfire. And he just, like, his face gets melted off. <laughs> Have you ever like heard of that storyline where like Batman or Bruce Wayne had like special condoms made for him so he could actually have sex with uh, Starfire without like basically getting radiation poisoning? Oh no, I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, apparently that's a thing. Like it must be pretty obscure because I hardly have like I haven't heard of it many places, but I have heard of it. Yeah, (laughs) so weird. Yeah, and kind of going off of that point, like there's been a lot of worse things than oral sex that Batman has done in the comics. But I and I feel (laughs) like Warner Brothers or whoever whoever turned down this decision just doesn't really uh, understand that. Because like a couple years ago, we saw Batman's penis in the comic. Do you remember that? (laughs) True, I forgot about that. Batman, damned. Yeah, and so it's like this is definitely not the worst thing that we've ever seen Batman do. It's also a lot, lot of things, like even in like Hollywood and stuff. Like this is like kind of a line from a movie, but like you know, in some respects, people are like kind of like prudes in public and perverts behind, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah. So it's like you know, they pretend like for some reason some things are just too taboo, but then other things are that are like worse are totally fine. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I don't really, really watch that show anyway. Yeah, I kind of I want to, to like just to watch it, but mm-hmm. it's definitely different from a lot of the stuff that. Right. I mean, it's basically like it's almost like a straight up parody of yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, so that's part of why I want to watch it because it seems kind of funny, but I don't really, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like serious. It's not taking itself seriously at all. Yeah. And then one one final bit of news that I just remembered. Um, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal was being eyed to star in an adaptation of Salem's Lot which is okay. uh, the second novel written by Stephen King, I believe. Okay. Um, and I, I read that I read that book. It's it's definitely one of his scariest ones. And so I'm, I'm excited to see okay. the movie. And I think Jake would do very good uh, in that lead, lead role. So yeah, it's about vampires and stuff. And that's, uh, okay. that's very cool. Um, huh. So yeah, let's just kind of go right into our topic of this week, which is yeah. horror movies. So what's your yeah. favorite, what, <laughs> what's your favorite scary movie to quote a slasher villain? <laughs> yeah um that's hard like uh for me i don't like i didn't grow up watching horror movies yeah um just like my parents didn't really watch them or anything so i didn't grow up watching so i haven't really seen m- many of the classics yeah and for me a lot of them seem kind of cheesy i'm like not super like super super hyped to go see them mm-hmm. you know like o- over the years i started like exploring more and seeing some horror movies yeah. Like I think like I've seen like the original Halloween. Yeah. 
and I've, I've i've seen the new halloween and okay. but a lot of what i would do is like i would when i was exploring franchises for some reason i would like see the new ones or like the remakes mm. i think because they were just easier to find right they were newer so i like i saw like the god-awful texas chainsaw 3d <laughs> with alexandra daddario and i was like even like years ago when i saw it when i was younger i was like yeah this is freaking dumb and <laughs> yeah and but i did see the remake and the prequel like they did the texas chainsaw remake with jessica beale and that one wasn't that bad yeah um that good the prequel to that too like i think it was like leatherface like yeah. origins or something i forget yeah dark origin something like that i don't remember but that one was okay though mm. those ones weren't like it was actually like a direct prequel to that remake so yeah i saw those i never saw the original texas chainsaw um but you know i, I know the basic storyline and right I saw the new, like the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, but not the other one. Like I, I, mm. I think I've seen part of the first one. Okay, but that franchise is so confusing because there's just so many. Da- like most of these franchises, there's so many freaking yeah <laughs> remakes and sequels. Right. And some sequels are like much higher quality than others. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of like I don't have a whole lot of experience with. Okay older more classic horror movies um and 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 honestly now that i've gotten older i think i've edged away from like slasher movies for the most part okay um i'm more into like the supernatural ones sure which even the ones that i know are just stupid for some reason i find i'm more entertained by at least like watching it once like one of the supernatural ones i'll and i'll enjoy myself even though it's not the greatest i'll enjoy what watching it once you know yeah yeah for sure um i think my main beef with like slasher films mm-hmm. is like at, at least in like supernatural films it's like there's or, or like supernatural films but all but also like creature features you know like oh, monster yeah. movies right at least with those like there's a reason for these you know main villains to be so like powerful and unstoppable right they're like a demon a ghost or like some other worldly monster Whereas in slasher films, they're basically just like mentally ill people that apparently have the strength of like a freaking god for some reason. Right. Like can never die, you know? So it's like, it always found, it was always hard for me to like buy that. Mm-hmm. It always like annoyed me too because like it's just a dude with a knife. Somebody shoot him <laughs> and kill him, you know? And like that is the, the thing I have a problem with a lot of horror movies is like they, you know, the, the kind of like cliche thing to do is to like make the main villain like win. Right. Or they never die or something mm-hmm. so i do like franchises that have more of a story to it like they do the main villains do get defeated or at least the main characters can fight back right so i think some of my favorite ones are like um some of the conjuring ones okay um like the first Conjuring's pretty good but kind of overrated right um but what i i really like james wan's work for the most part oh yeah uh, he's really good at just being suspenseful, but also adding a lot of kind of twists to his movies. Like him, yeah. the, the Conjuring movies and the Insidious movies mm-hmm. are very much like he adds a lot of different layers to it, like stuff you don't really, that aren't super cliche. Yeah. And adds a lot more like of a, he, he's re- really good at like world building. Yeah. With both the Conjuring and the Insidious movies. And also Saw, he he did the first couple True. of Saw movies. Yeah. And those, are, those are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And so... He's really good at world building, but also kind of adding his own twist. Like in the Saw movies, obviously, there's like it started the whole like traps and everything that right. whole and in like the tw- twist endings. Mm-hmm. And then like with the Conjuring, you actually had main characters 
who actually could kind of do something <laughs> right you know as opposed to other ones that are like running away the whole time their mm-hmm. main purpose was defeating the main like villain or spirit or whatever right and they were they were like pretty much always successful mm-hmm. so that was kind of interesting and also it was kind of more character driven than just like yeah. running away from monsters mm-hmm. and a similar thing with insidious like honestly the insidious movies like they're the f- for first two are up there for me too okay um for me uh, for a horror movie to be super good is like if it's just really you know the story is super interesting right and unique or if it kind of if it if it scares me yeah which is very hard for me to do for me to do with horror movies most horror movies don't really creep me out that much okay um so like the conjuring the first one doesn't really creep me out the the, the second one like with the nun and everything that the second movie did a really good job uh, i think having a really in- interesting story but also being creepy as crap in some yeah. respects so i really like the second uh conjuring movie that one's really good okay and i really like annabelle creation that one's underrated i think mm. uh because it does like it does a lot of the stuff that james wan does it really builds up the tension without like showing you you know just like having j- jump scares galore right it, like really builds up the tension and gives you like glimpses of something like enough to like basically make your imagination run wild and you're like oh crap this is scary you know yeah and i think annabelle creation is the only movie that actively made me want to wet my pants oh there, there's like a couple scenes that i'm like this is creepy as heck like there's mm-hmm. even like and it was more visual like it was a bit of a jump scare but it was just vis- visual like they did a really good job like okay. whatever they did with like the makeup and everything i was like holy crap mm. you know <laughs> just stuff like that and there's just a yeah. few scenes where like the main like demon or whatever is like really creepy as heck okay so i really like annabelle creation and conjuring and the first two insidious movies okay um i really enjoy too because they have like this kind of they're very connected like if you don't watch both the movies you miss like half the story Mm. with uh insidious one and two they're very back to back you kind of they're basically one long story Mm -hmm. and what's interesting is you know he james wan basically came up with you know the idea of like the further which is like this you know place the demons hang out basically right right uh and it's just very interesting just the whole it's a very similar thing to like the warrens and the conjuring you know they have the kind of a psycho like whatever um like a uh paranormal detective type thing yeah yeah um but was it there was a lot of unique ideas though about like you know how spirits can possess people and like you know you unique ways to use like astral projection and stuff Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of parts it's very good at like setting the tone and being creepy (laughs) like throughout the movie and even like the main antagonist like i forget like it's like the lipstick deem face demon or something like that is that the one that looks like darth maul yes yes okay like in the actual movies he's pretty freaking creepy (laughs) like like there's one scene that's really really good uh there's this one scene where so like with with horror movies most of the scares are like you know dark at night when there's nothing going on and like you know it's already kind of creepy so Mm -hmm. this scene just happens like in the middle of nowhere so you're not expecting it Mm-hmm. It's like in in the middle of the morning, the Patrick Wilson character is talking to like his mom, yeah, and they're just talking like the kitchen table, and then all of a sudden, like that demon is just like standing behind him, yeah, just like you know, and he's like what, and then all of you know, and there's like a there's kind of like a jump scare, but it's just so unexpected, mm-hmm. uh, just stuff like that. Like I do really enjoy those movies because of that, but they, there's also some I- interesting stuff with like time travel okay don't expect yeah like there's stuff that happens in the first movie and then you see the second one you're like oh that's what that was 
you mm. know some weird like it's, it's not it's not so much time travel as more like you know time doesn't work the same like it's kind of similar to the interstellar like the ending okay. of Inter interstellar but without those weird cosmic strings or whatever <laughs> yeah um you know so but i really like those movies and i really like uh the original the thing oh yeah yeah then the new one's not bad either uh it's mm. a pretty good prequel but the original was kind of surprised me because i know okay. it was in the 80s and i usually go into older movies expecting you know everything to look kind of like you know pretty dated yeah especially in horror movies mm -hmm. and like it it looks surprisingly good yeah for the 80s i was yeah. like okay this is actually pretty decent like mm -hmm. i'm I, i'm buying this you know it doesn't look cgi right that's kind of a good thing like you could tell it's practical effects but it, yeah it looks like, like like they weren't trying to make it look cgi you know mm -hmm. I thought that was good, and I think just the story itself is very interesting. And right, like I wasn't, you know, I wouldn't say it scared me, but I think just the whole concept was very interesting, and just the whole the movie kept you guessing like the whole time because like, right, it can be anybody, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I really did enjoy that. I saw that like a year, no, less than a year ago, and I was like, okay, I was actually pretty impressed. Yeah, yeah. And then of course, there's like the older, like the alien movies if you want to call those horror movies but yeah i think they're they're monster movies that they count yeah like i'd say the second one aliens is one of my favorites okay the first one's good too um yeah. i went for a while where i didn't like it so much because it's a lot more dated mm -hmm. but if you see like the special edition they change a lot of the like more cheesy special effect shots and you're like okay, okay. this okay. this works better mm -hmm. um and like i think the first the, what was the problem too is i saw that i saw them out of order Oh. I saw the second one and the first one. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, oh, scary. There's one of them. Right. You know? <laughs> Whereas right. the first and the second one, there's like, you know, a million. So it's like, it was almost, you know, like mm -hmm. going, that's kind of how I felt like going from two to three. It's like, oh, we're back to one again. You know, right. like, Ooh, how scary, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess off the, I'd say those are probably my favorites. I, I've watched a lot of newer ones that are like, okay. Yeah. Um, but you know like the movie prodigy um that one yeah. was like entertaining you know mm -hmm. it's one of those movies that's like yeah I, I don't feel like i wasted my time but i'm not probably gonna watch it again right right you know so i've seen a lot more of like the newer ones like that they're like oh like um the boy and the yeah. second one the boy yeah. too like they're fun little horror movies um mm -hmm. the, the first one's definitely better yeah the sure. second one they're just like we have to make this supernatural so you know <laughs> yeah but like i really love the twist the end of the boy where they're just like oh surprise it's actually just a dude <laughs> you're like yeah. oh okay i honestly did not expect that mm -hmm. um but there's that and then yeah now i forget what i was gonna say what, what else i was gonna say yeah so <laughs> yeah i think that's kind of the extent i haven't really seen the evil dead movies i saw the first one a long time ago okay i want to go back and like re-watch that and then see the other two i know the other two kind of like make turn into like uh comedy movies yeah which it sounds in, in, interesting so mm -hmm. i definitely need to go back and watch those but yeah oh and and of course the the it movies oh yeah Very yeah good. those are good yeah yeah uh so just like the original evil dead is probably my favorite movie ever uh yeah. I, I think it's awesome um a lot of people will say that part two is better and it's it's not bad but for me it's just kind of it's, it's too silly and it's not as not as intense sure. as the first one um yeah and then and then the third one army of darkness is it's it's still a good movie but it's it's just like a pretty straight comedy um 
Yeah, but which and, is funny because the first one, the tone is very dark and serious. Oh, yeah. then, and then all of a sudden in the second one, they're just like, ha laugh time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's a good movie. It's a good movie to watch at least once or twice. Um, yeah. But yeah, then the, the 2013 like reboot, standalone, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I thought yeah. a lot of people don't like that because it returns back to the original kind of intense dark yeah. tone. Um, people by that point people were used to kind of the silliness of it um but i think i think it's a i think it's a good enough movie that a lot of people don't uh, like as much um and then there's the the television show where bruce campbell comes back and he's like old and stuff yeah and i think that's the first two seasons are pretty good i didn't really Mm -hmm. like season three Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I definitely do want it. Like, that has always interested me, but of course, like, I want to see the movies first. Right. So, I, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah. And then, yeah, what you said before about slashers, most slashers I don't really care for because they're all yeah. kind of formulaic. There yeah. are a couple that I really like, like uh, Scream. Yeah, I forgot uh, to mention Scream. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I re- really like those. Mm-hmm. The first two are pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, three isn't bad either. I think I've seen one, two, and three. Okay. I haven't seen four, and they're making five. Yeah. Um, but I really like the f- first one, especially because it's, it's such an obvious, like you know, mm. satire of of yeah. slasher films. It's yeah. fun. Like, and it, it kind of takes me by surprise a few times too, because it's like it goes from like, oh yeah, this is just funny, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, he actually killed her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, even if it wouldn't self, even if it wasn't self aware, it's just like a genuinely good movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was by Wes Craven, and he did like a lot yes. of classic. He's like a classic horror movie director. Oh, yeah. like, he did. He did some of the Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, like he started them. He started yes. the franchise. Yes. And another movie that I really liked by him was uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Okay. It's kind of. I think like, I've heard of it, but um, I don't really. It's similar to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Uh, there's like these kind of uh, like inbred like weird right. people that live in the in the mountains and then they attack people and stuff that's Sorry. that's a bad description of it it's a pretty good movie yeah. um <laughs> but yeah oh is it that recent to 2006 uh no the original came is out it? in 77 okay yeah that that makes more sense yeah they must have, like every horror movie slash franchise they had to do a reboot right yeah yeah i see uh, another slasher that i really like um it was a canadian film called my bloody valentine Okay, yeah, no, yeah, I've heard of it. Never got around to see that, one, that one's really good. Is it um, good? Okay. Yeah, I think it, I think it's pretty good. It's got a good mystery to it. Um, let's yeah, see I here. think that's something that's missing from a lot of horror movies, um, especially slasher ones. Is like there's just not much of a story to it. Right. And I think a lot of these movies get really underrated because they're mostly viewed by horror fans, and horror yeah. fans just want the cheesy, stupid like. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to run away from you, but I'm going to trip on a pebble for some reason. You know, like, you know, when, whenever yeah. they try to take it really seriously and make it like a, you know, intriguing story, people get bent out of shape over it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, but th- that's kind of what I prefer in a horror movie. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, we talked about Saw. Like, most of those movies are yeah. pretty good. Um, yeah, they're honestly, like, a lot of people, like, crap on them because they are kind of, you know, just, like, gore porn. Right. But they're, they're pretty interesting. Yeah. And the, honestly, all the first, you know, like, six of them, seven of them are, like, kind of just one long story, honestly. Right. Yeah. Which I thought found interesting. They all connect together in ways you weren't expecting. Right. And I don't know if you've seen Spiral. Yeah, I uh, that one was okay. Like it, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, um, I, just, I just felt like it, it wasn't like saw enough. If that makes sense, it was too sure. much. Like it's, it was, it was a lot like um, people have been comparing it to the movie Seven. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. And it's not like super. Yeah. Like in most of the Saw movies, there is actually like a, like a trap, like a plot. Like there's Mm -hmm. people that are, are stuck in this trap and you follow them throughout the movie. Yeah. And Spiral didn't really do that. True. True. Yeah. I think it was a little bit like trying too hard to be Saw without really committing. Right. Um, like I think they could have if they were gonna they're, if they were they were gonna do what they were gonna do they probably should have toned it down a little more and made it more unique. Right. It was basically just like a Saw sequel, but without all the stuff that made Saw interesting. Mm-hmm. But I did still enjoy it. Yeah, it was, you know, it was it was good. It was still all right, and I like I found the story interesting. But yeah, that's the thing about John Kramer is like it's really hard to come up with a villain that's or you know more like an anti-hero villain thing that's right as as interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so another good movie by another good horror movie by Sam Raimi that a lot of people aren't talking about is uh, Drag Me to Hell. Have you heard of this? Oh, I I have heard of it. I don't know anything about it. It's it's a supernatural horror movie. It's PG thirteen, so it's not super gory, but it is really scary. Okay. Uh, I believe okay. it's free to watch on Peacock. So if you want to watch okay. a, hor- a really good horror movie for free, just hop on over to Peacock. Interesting. Uh, it's 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 pretty good. Huh. I'll have to check that out. Oh, Justin Long's in it. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'll 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 check that out. I, I have heard of it, but I never saw it. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, that is something about some of these like PG thirteen horror movies. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like scarier than they should be for being PG thirteen. Like yeah. Even the insidious movies. Like w- watching them, I'm like, this isn't R. You know, yeah. there are like parts where I'm like, it's either scary or just really intense and kind of gross. And you're like, how is this not R? Right. You know? Right. They, they were like, pu- push the boundaries and really surprise, surprise you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then actually, yeah, the first horror movie I ever saw. And so it's, it's special to me is Krampus. Um, okay. Yeah. I never saw that. It's, but I've heard of it. It doesn't, the story's not, the, okay, the story's good, but the characters are unlikable. I think that's kind of the point. Uh, yeah. Um, but the the monster design and, and creature design is really good in that movie. Is it? Uh, I think yeah, I've always wanted to check that out. I just never did. Practical okay. effects, and so that's really cool. For horror, that usually works best. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, unless you're doing more of a suspense thing, like a, like a, a quiet place or something, you know? Yeah. Um, or even like aliens, like that is kind of a mixed bag. Like mm-hmm. I think for the up close shots, animatronics are great, but then if you're trying to actually make it move, it looks stupid, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you use CGI. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, and then then two uh, supernatural horror movies that I really enjoy are The Shining and Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Uh, okay. The Shining, I don't like as much as other people do because for yeah. me, it's that movie isn't really about the story or the characters. It's just kind of a, just um, like with most of, um, I'm forgetting the guy's name who did it. Uh, uh, Stanley Kubrick, right? Stanley Kubrick, yeah. For most of Stanley Kubrick's films, uh, it's not really about the story. It's just about the visuals. And so okay. there are a lot of really impressive shots and just like crazy moments. But as far yeah. as like an actual story, it's not really there. Sure. Um, whereas in Doctor Sleep, um, it still is. It's still a scary movie with with cool shots. But it's the story is is better, I think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the characters are are good. And Ian McGregor is really good in that movie. 
Um, yeah, and the the director's cut is probably one of my favorite movies ever. Really? Yeah, okay. it's it's pretty it's pretty good. Huh? Yeah, I, I've always like it's one of those movies that uh, I keep wanting to watch and I keep not getting around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I've never yeah. seen the original Shining. I started watching it a long time ago and never finished it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't really obviously I don't want to see Doctor Sleep without seeing The Shining. So right. I need to go back and watch those. Um, one movie that I forgot to mention. Yeah. It's kind of a slasher movie, sort of, but it's more of like a Saw-ish movie. Okay. And it's one of those, it's like an underrated movie. I, I'm guessing it's kind of like an indie movie, maybe, but yeah. Uh it's pretty interesting. It's called The Collector. Okay. Um, it's it's pretty it's like it's somewhat similar to Saw, but different because the guy's not, you know, he, his mo- motivations aren't he doesn't really have any motivations besides killing people, but it's very interesting. Like he, ba- it's, it's sort of like Home Depot meets Saw. So ah. like he basically, um, I don't know, you know, it sets up these characters and everything. And I don't know if you've seen the Punisher series, but um, no, I have not. Yeah, J- Josh Stewart is one of the main characters in it, and he was like okay. a big, he was like one of the main antagonists in season two mm. of Punisher. But so yeah, it basically sets up these characters, and then basically this this dude just like <laughs> breaks into their house and just like knocks them all out and then he basically just like sets up all these traps around the house and so th- he basically just kills them in all these like horrific ways in like mm. with all these different traps okay. but they're not as like intricate as the saw ones uh-huh. it's more like you know like you step on something and like wooden boards come out of the wall with like nails on them you know stuff like that sure so it's but, more realistic than saw yes yeah okay. yeah and it's pretty interesting. Like the main, the main bad guy too. He's interesting because he's like he's basically like a really big dude, but he's got this um, like it's almost like a luchador mask, but without any okay. texture. So okay. like it completely covers his his face, but it looks almost like a singed like luchador mask. So it's it's kind of creepy. You never see his face, and like his eyes almost glow in like certain shots. Okay. So he's like very interesting. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty like it's not like the best movie in the world, but it's pretty underrated, I would say, as far as horror movies go. It's better okay. than most. Interesting. Definitely worth a watch. And there's a sequel. I think it's called The Collection, and I've never okay. seen that one, uh, but I do okay. plan on seeing that at some point. But yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it looks it's, uh, it looks interesting. I'll look into that. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. So those are some good horror movies that we like. Um, yeah. 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 I feel like this is a pretty long episode, but I think we covered a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but well, yeah. We, so, we, we haven't had an episode in a while, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the, that's the show. You can follow the links in the description for our Instagram, Facebook. Uh, this is the podcast. YouTube. So you can't click stuff. the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube yeah. <laughs> and uh, Patreon. I don't know if yeah. I said that yet, uh, but no. yeah. Yeah, and we will. We're going to try and get more on a regular schedule, right? Uh, going forward, so probably a couple episodes a month is what we're thinking. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you're subscribed or following or whatever, on yeah. whatever platform you're listening to. Make sure you're, you're yeah, on whatever that is. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Yep. Thanks for listening. Yep. See you.